excited to be in the presence of the Most High. I said in the presence of the Most High. If you are excited to be in the presence of the Most High God, let him see that excitement. Come on, give him a worthy praise. Give him that clap offering. Give him that praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There was a song playing on the keyboard. And it says, Nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. There's nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. Let him hear you. There's nothing together he says oh I know you are blessed already. And tell your neighbor, it is great to be in the presence of the Most High. All right, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I think a lot of people are fighting with their neighbors this morning. And you guys haven't even seen yourselves yet, and you're already fighting. Eh? Eh? Talk to your neighbor with smile. You know, when uh, I know some people are wearing masks, which is fine. I'm not saying take it off, but there's a way we can smile with our eyes now with the pandemic. Why you just go like that? Turn to your neighbor with a smile and tell them, Welcome to God's presence. Okay, look for another neighbor that you don't even know before and tell them, Welcome to God's presence. Are you there? Do it again. Welcome to God's presence. Uh -huh. You won't catch COVID from welcoming somebody to church. You are, we are all okay. Amen. The presence of God is beautiful, and uh, in His presence, there is what? Fullness of joy. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. For those that don't know my name, my name is Ayomide Osho. Um, and today we are continuing this monthly avenue of learning where we discuss topics, we discuss different concepts and ideas and spirit-led conversations about virtually as the Holy Spirit just drops in, in our minds. Amen. But today we are going to continue discussing the part two of the kingdom assignment. Amen. Turn to somebody and say the kingdom assignment. Alright. Beautiful. So that means we are all together. Ah, 
great. Because if I don't see you interacting, I will just call you out. You people know me. Amen. And today we would continue that conversation. And I must let you know that um, this kingdom assignment, this God's business we're talking about, it cuts across everybody. From my little baby, for those that know my, the age of my children, all the way to the oldest man on earth, we all have a purpose, something that God himself has given to us. Yes, it is called the youth conversation, but definitely we have learnings to achieve from all of this. So we would learn all of these things together, amen, because it applies to each and every one of us. And as you pay attention to what God wants to teach you, God himself will reveal great and mighty things to you that will propel you from that point to the next one in Jesus' name. And you are not even sure if you want to move. God will propel you from one point to the next in Jesus' name. You are still not sure. God will move you from that point where you are right now to a greater point in Jesus' name. Okay. I, I know people don't like assignments, but today you will learn it. Amen. Hallelujah. Without taking much of our time, I would like to invite my panelists. Amen. And this ones, they are like vibrant, fiery bunch. So be ready. God, God is going to do something today. Amen. Without taking much of our time, I would like to invite, I would like to invite Ochuko. Ochuko. Please put your hands together for Ochuko. Yeah, okay. Can somebody find him a mic? Compulsorily, anybody. Find him a mic. Very important. Can you imagine Joe Biden going to talk one day and there's, there's no mic on the podium? That's the problem. Come on. Okay, now I see. Okay, there's a mic here. Thank you. Ochuko, welcome. Please have a seat. A perfect gentleman. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't have a mic. I'm just, you know, you know, can someone help me with a mic? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Everybody get him a mic. Hallelujah. Welcome, Ochuko. Without taking much of our time again, I would be like, I would like to invite my second panelist, Nifemi. 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 And she already has a mic. Please keep clapping for them until they get here. Look at her. She's coming with so much smile on her face. This is an example of what the presence of God can feel like. You're just happy. Welcome. God bless you, Nifemi. Hallelujah. The last but not the least. She's also, um, she also works in the technical department. So if anything goes wrong with our mic, you know who exactly to point and call. That person is none other than Oreoluwa. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Please keep clapping for... I've said it. If you don't clap for them, I will just call you next week. I mean next month. And the way I will go about it is I won't tell you until Sunday morning. So you are in you are you won't be in trouble in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome, guys. Ah, this is this feels very good. How are you guys feeling? Good. Okay, you can check your mics to see that they are on. So that way, you know, we're all on the same page. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, guys, today everyone is here to really learn from you and I about this idea of it's not actually an idea, it's a mandate the kingdom assignment right? last month we did the part one where we spoke about so many things around what exactly is that assignment 
what is a kingdom assignment what does it mean to have an assignment all of these different things and we spoke about it at length and there is a bible text here from colossians 4 verse 17 technica can you help us colossians 4 verse 17 and it says tell archippus to see to it that you complete the ministry that you have received in the lord amen he says to complete the ministry that you have received in the Lord. So what that means is that someone was given an assignment. And when it says in the Lord, that means it's coming from the Lord. Church, help me. It's coming from where? The Lord. Beautiful. Right? So we had all that conversation. But today we want to be focused on the who, the what, the where, and the how. Very practical. And that is why I want to ask this first question. Um, from you guys' perspective, what could be one of those examples of the kingdom assignment? What is it exactly? Nifemi, you want to? Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, I'm going to start off with an analogy. So let's say I invited some friends over for a pool party at a venue. Um, so I took my plate. He chose to serve as the pickup for the snacks, but in a fancy manner, he frantic manner, he runs into the venue, he slips, and the goodies fall out of the bag. So here's how everyone might react using their gifts. So the prophet spots out a sign saying, no running in this pool area. Here the prophet reminds us of the rules to bring us back in the right state. The exhorter sympathizes, saying, it's all right. You didn't know. You didn't see the sign. You surely not do the same thing again. The exhorter encourages one to push forward. The helper gets some paper towels and quietly tidies the chaos. The helper would rather stay behind the scenes to do the work while others are helping out the, um, the actual person. And then the administrator, let's say it's Aura. She realizes that the party could be better planned next time. So rather than concerning Achuku with all the snacks, so every next time everyone will be re held responsible for their own. So isn't it amazing to know that God designs every one of us with a pur like a purpose? And um, it's important to note that no two Christians are similar. So that's how I answered the question. Okay, I mean, if you want to clap, you can. I just felt like that was fiery. That was like hot. You know, and what I've been able to understand from that is that everybody has certain assignments to play, sometimes to achieve one major goal, right? And what I'm understanding is that some people would work in front of the scene and some people would work behind the scene. Doesn't mean that they're not doing what they're supposed to do, right? So the assignment that you might have in terms of the what, that assignment could be something behind the scenes or something right in front of everybody to see. But the point is that everyone, in, everyone has an assignment. Amen. And one thing we love about God is that God is not partial. You that work behind the scene and you that is right in front of everybody doing it, everyone gets a reward from God. God God bless you. Please put your hands together. In my entire scope of thinking about this, and I've never thought of that analogy.
So, it's powerful. Thank you very much. God bless you. Ochuko, what is this assignment? What can it look like? What could it be? I like to think of the assignment as something that God's given each individual, and everyone has a different assignment. And everyone has a different assignment and purpose that's been given to from God. So that's why it's important for us to come to God, to recognize that purpose, to self-assess ourselves, to see what is that purpose, and do I meet up with that purpose? When do I meet up with that assignment? And there's a verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will ask, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me where you seek when you seek me with all your heart. So it's important for us to seek God to get that assignment and that purpose. Come on. Come on. I, I hope you are, I hope we are learning something in the house. You know, the purpose of all of this is to really pick, even if it's one thing that you would walk away with, that will propel you from that previous point where you are to a new point. Pick something. God will bless you in Jesus' name. Ore, what do you think? What is that assignment? Um, I think that in the Bible, there are um, offices, um, like it says in Ephesians 4.11, the Bible says that he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Um, so these kingdom assignments are, some are not clear-cut offices like the kingdom's the people's kingdom assignment um but it's he calls people to visit brethren and ask um and ask how they are doing even though they are not in that department um and some people's kingdom assignment is to be an intercessor and pray for the church and the nation and also situations of the world for example abraham um was called to intercede for sodom and gomorrah Hey, hey, all right. Wow, I'm actually sweating, like I'm literally sweating. This this is okay. I hope you 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 got something. Uh I, I know they, they they have a lot of Canadian accent and they they're using it. Uh, but I hope we are able to open our ears properly to... I remember when I came to Canada, it was very difficult to hear what people were saying. I needed to open my ears because I felt like they were talking from their nose. But these ones, I can hear what they are saying very audibly. Amen. And I know that you can too. Please put your hands together for them. This is... This is some people's kingdom assignment is to even pray for the church. It's not everybody that is called to be a pastor. Or a minister. Your assignment might be to be cleaning the washroom. Like I said the last time, pastor talks about evangelism by um, infiltration. That, uh, yes, washroom evangelism too is very important. I remember one time I went to Niagara and um, I visited this um, restaurant and um, I went to, I used the washroom and I was so impressed. It had like a couch. There were perfumes and all of those things there and you could it was just nice like i could literally just sleep in the washroom and my wife that had no business going to the washroom i came back to her and i said ah babe i think 
you should check out the washroom. It's really, really nice. He had no business using the word, but she went. And when we talk about the restaurant, I don't remember the food, but I remember the washroom now. It's, it's usually like that sometimes. It might be technical, it can be something, but the point is, you and I, we all have an assignment, including the children. Your duty might even to make people smile around you. I knew, I know of a child that was in this church. Now they've moved to a different church. They, the child was in this church, and this little girl at age, probably one and a half, she knew almost everybody that comes to church to a point that when they don't show up to church, she tells her parents that this auntie did not come to church. That was a child of. There was one, there was, that same child, there was this lady, she was pregnant. Even her mom did not know that she was pregnant. It was this child that went to tell the mom and said, Mom, this woman is pregnant and I think she will soon have a baby. That was when the mom started drawing attention to this person that was in church. When this person was to have the baby, the woman requested honor, especially. Oh, I mentioned her name. Wow. So, children, you have a role to play. The same thing with young people, youth, you have a role to play. Adults, grandmas, grandpa, forget about the fact that you are probably at that age. We have roles to play. The problem is that some of us don't, we are not patient enough to know what exactly that assignment is. Then we find ourselves doing other people's assignments or being jealous of other people's assignments. God will help us in Jesus' name. Your assignment might be to make your brother or your sister feel good about themselves. Encourage them. Oh wow, you it's like you, it's like you're working out. I see that you you're looking better with your weight loss program, whatever you're doing. Oh, it makes everyone feel good. One of the things that motivates, and I will just put it out there. You no, know, I will. One of the things that motivates me to actually work out, go to the gym consistently these days is. The amount of times when people have come to me to tell me, oh, you've added some weight. The problem now that I'm having with that is the people that told me that I added some weight, now that I'm shedding the weight and my suit can button now, they are not there to tell me that, wow, you've done a good job. God, we have mercy on all of you. <laughs> Kingdom assignment. I hope we get the message. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Okay. Now, we've known what those assignments can be. Now we're looking at the who. Who is to carry out the assignment? Alright. Who do you think this assignment is for? I think that, um, firstly... Um, each person should carry out their own kingdom assignment and they shouldn't um, try to carry out someone else or do someone else's assignment for them. And in First Chronicles 13 verse 9 to 12 and in Second Samuel 6 verses 1 to 7, it talks about Uzzah um, that put out his hand to steady the ark of God that stumbled and um, he was killed by God um, because he wasn't um, instructed to do so. What a ref and I I don't know what Ore has in her note, but I just said sometimes people are doing the wrong assignments. 
you are not the one to carry the ark. Somebody else has the instruction to do so. And yet you decide to. Because you don't know. Because we don't know. We don't sit down and allow the Lord minister to us that assignment. If everybody can sing in the choir, if everybody can sing, we'll be having problems at Free Gift Choir. But the problem is that if everybody says they can sing and they come in here and they're singing off key, then you are confusing the rest of the church. <laughs> because some people have to carry the ark. Some people have to just guide the ark and make sure that nothing comes close to it. Some people have to keep the ark in their house. You need to know your assignment. And when it comes to the who, everybody has an assignment, but you need to know your own. So that is where you stand in as the who. Amen. God bless you already. Ah, what a powerful. If I mean, who is to do this? What, who is the, what, what, what is this? What is who? who? Who is the person? Who is to carry out this assignment? So, um, as we learn in, um, let's say, Ecclesiastes, that in the one mother's womb, God assigns the baby to a specific keyword. Like, let's note that a specific purpose. It is God's desire for everyone to live according to his plan for us. And though it seems tangible to those who are living in the world, um, they haven't allowed themselves to unlock their assignment. So only the church has been graced to do so. And Apostle Paul wrote in one of his letters to Rome, in Romans 12, verse 6, that in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. Wow. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. I, okay. Very good. Ah, okay. Ah. I'm, I'm still sweating. Okay. Okay. Ochuko. What do you think about the whole aspect of carrying out this assignment? The first thing that comes to my mind when I think of who is that, first of all, everyone is like the first thing in my mind. Everyone is called and has their own purpose and has their own assignment. And then I think about how you can relate the Bible with science because when we're all part of one body and when we're all part of one, we all have critical roles, we all have critical assignments and purposes. And without one or the other, it affects the whole. So without one system, it affects everything else. just God bless you guys please the problem is that like Otuko and and as well as Ore, the point is that we all have an assignment to carry Another problem now is that if you do not carry out your assignment, or better still, you don't even know your assignment, it becomes a problem because something would have to suffer for it. Something will have to suffer for it. Imagine the person who invented this TV that I'm looking at here. 
decided that I'm not going to invent TVs at all. You and I will still be looking at, I don't know what they were watching back then. Or somebody said, you know what, I, I have the, the assignment for me is to create a vehicle. And then they decided, you know what, I don't even know. I'm not going to do it. Then you and I will have been riding on horses to church. Can you imagine if we were coming to church with horses? That means we have needed to have like one extra person to be making sure that those horses don't run away before service is done. If your assignment is to preach the gospel and you keep quiet about it, chaos will be inevitable. If your assignment is to sing and minister and give people hope, if you do not do that, depression is inevitable. So the point is everybody has an assignment. And if every time we decide not to carry out the assignment, something suffers for it. But you know one thing that God now does beautifully is that um, as long as it is God's assignment, it's the kingdom assignment, it will never go unfulfilled. Because the Bible helps us to understand that if you and I, God forbid, decide not to do that work that we're supposed to do, God himself would raise stones to do that work. Am I, am I, am I? If we don't do what we have to do, God will raise stones. We will not be replaced in Jesus' name. Because it is something that is useless that needs replacement. If the cup is broken in your house, you most likely would not use it to drink water. Better still even serve it, like offer water in, with that broken cup to someone. You would have to go to one of those stores and buy a new glassware or a cup. May we not be replaced in Jesus' name. But the major thing is that you need to understand that you have a role to play in life. You just, someone made reference to the womb, like right from the womb, right? The, 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 the major idea is that from the womb, you have been assigned something. John the Baptist was assigned that task of baptizing Jesus Christ, being the forerunner. If John the Baptist decided not to do that, you know, that would be, there would be some level of confusion where God will have to replace. Who? You and I have a role to play. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, you have a role to play. I know before you were smiling at them. Now we are talking serious business. Everyone is keeping a straight face. I know it's serious. But tell them you have a role to play. You have a role to play. The church, the work of God cannot suffer, cannot continue to suffer because you and I have decided not to carry out the role that has been given to us. So we are the, we are the ones. We are the ones. If, we, if Jesus says is the salt of the earth, is the light of the world, is the bread of life, and the Bible says that we should strive to be like him. So that means we have that same role. And if we are not doing it, then God will help us in Jesus' name. I'm going to stop here for this first service. And I would move into the where and the how. 
during the second service where I will have my panelists back up here again to bless us with so much wisdom that they have. You know, when I look at these guys, it tells me that this generation is blessed. It tells me that there is hope in this generation. You know, back then people would say you run to the adults for wisdom. But with this generation, it's like everybody has everybody has a certain pact of wisdom in them. And these guys have proven that today. And I pray that God will bless you guys in Jesus' name. I was touched by this. Were you guys touched by this? Did you pick up something? Come on, give them a round of applause. Thank you guys so much. I will see you again in the second service. Please put your hands together for them as they... kingdom assignment and I believe you have now you know what the assignment could look like now you know who should complete or carry out the assignment and I pray that you and I will carry on this work and we will not miss out on the reward that comes with it in Jesus name amen let us say a quick word of prayer heavenly father we thank you for this ministration that you've brought forth to us about your work, your kingdom assignment and I know that you create avenues for us to learn these things so you can remain merciful to us and help us. Father, we just say thank you in Jesus name and we pray that 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 you've committed onto our hands will be carried out according to your precepts your glory and your coordination in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for everything. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. Give him a big hand. Give him a big hand. Ah, beautiful. Come on. Now, if you are doing it, that one is for me because I think you guys like my dressing today. So, if you are doing it to the Most High God, aha, kingdom assignment is part of it. We are made to praise and worship God. We are made to praise and worship God. That is it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you can have, God bless you all. Sit down like kings and queens in the presence of the Most High. We are going to be taking our offering. Now, one of the greatest forms of giving is when you are not being coerced to give. Amen. That is when we know that you genuinely decided to give from your heart. And a lot of us have been conditioned. Somebody has to come up and encourage you and say, hey, it's time to give offering. Um, give, it shall be given unto you. I believe you all know that scripture, right? Give, it shall be given unto you. But the greatest form of giving is when you give from your heart without being pushed to do so. But the reason why you would give is because you have an understanding of the word of God. You have an understanding that comes with giving. You have an understanding of what giving is an investment, right? Um, when you give to the kingdom of to the work of God, your heavenly treasure starts to build. So much so that even God Himself will just decide to do interesting things in your life to bless you. 
one of the reasons why God spoke to Solomon, why God came to Solomon and asked, can you imagine God giving you a blank check? Why God came to Solomon and told him, Solomon, ask me whatever you want and I'm willing, I will do for you. The reason why he did that was because he gave something that no one has really given before. And I don't think he was being full harsh to do it. So today I want, I want to encourage you. Let me not say encourage. So that way it doesn't look as if I'm threatening you. But today we are going to be giving.